might get your voice and stakes at a lower price. The Money Show. The Markets. Well, the trading volumes might be lower on the JC. Of course, it is December. Some uh, of the traders and investors are taking some <laughs> a holiday off. And, uh, you know, we've seen a very little movement on the JSE, but still up the all share was, ending the day up more than a half a percent, uh, pushed up uh, by a surge in financial shares. We're now joined by portfolio manager at Old Mutual Investment Group, uh, Peter Brook, to come and look at some of those numbers. Uh, Peter, do you think traders were looking at the ANC uh, National Conference and, uh, you know, that's what moved the rant today? Absolutely. I think everyone was watching it. We certainly were. Um, I mean, you had quite those interesting developments over the weekend where Sweaty McKeezy was coming through with much stronger numbers. You saw some big shifts. So initially, markets were on tenterhooks, and actually there was a little bit of risk off coming into the market. So if you think about politics and its impact on markets, the three places you want to look at are the currency, the bond rate, and the bank prices. And all of those sort of sold off a little bit, and then came back sharply as um, Solar and Pauza came through with the victory. So you can see you can see the the news flow and the way the market was trading. It was initially, whoa, what's happening here? There's a bit of risk, and then quite quickly um, it it recovered. And for instance, the rand today ended 1.6% um, stronger, which is pretty much the strongest currency in the world. So definitely moving on its own beat as opposed to driven by global factors. And what do you think traders were looking for there? Just uh, consistency maybe in the leadership and the party and, and as an effect, a national leadership? or Because uh, I know uh, markets often look for you know, consistency, certainty. So when there is a sh- sudden change in leadership, uh, there could be a weakness in terms of movement there. Look, I think, I mean, the stakes are much lower with TR22 than TR17. So if you think back then where you had state capture running extremely badly. You had um, the RAND was selling off, bond yields were weakening. You had the changes in um, finance ministers. So the stakes were much higher, and that's why markets reacted much more strongly, and you saw that sort of optimism in terms of sort of Ramaphosa and markets trading off it. Now I think it was the risk that you saw a reversion back to the RET faction. And what one of the the challenges of our political system is that with proportional representation, it's winner takes all. So whoever won the, the, the ANC then speaks for all of the votes of the ANC because of the political system. You know, other, other sort of places like the UK, you might disagree with the party, you're still a member of parliament until you voted out. Here, if the ANC chooses to throw you out, then you're out. So the political risk in something like this is much greater than in other countries, and that's why I think markets were on tenterhooks. And another company that was looking at uh, political risk uh, would have been uh, the uh, chemical and logistics business, Cap Industrial, uh, coming up with a trading statement today uh, saying that they plan to have an energy strategy that will uh, be the answer to South Africa's uh, state infrastructure failures. Yeah, I think this is really important. So... I mean, if you look at what Cup said, so they, they were up slightly on the day, 0.7% up, but they really are a bellwether for manufacturing and industry in South Africa, So, which is a big chunk of the economy, and you can see it's hard. 
So running a business is difficult in the best of times. You get floods, you get volatility in commodity prices, your semiconductors don't arrive because of China and because of all these issues. So when you have additional problems, it makes it just so much harder. And they were really flagging that they are investing to try and minimize the risk to their business. The first thing that they've done, they've already put in 10 megawatts into their Safripol chemical plant in Sasselburg. And then they've approved another 4 megawatts at PG Biosys. And in a way, this is the important story, not so much about the politics. Um, I don't believe sort of a single person is going to change the course of South Africa. We're a complex interesting country that isn't just we don't have a savior coming to fix us and one of the bull one of the very optimistic stories about south africa at the moment is because power generation has been so weak as you allow the private sector to come in then you get you get a solution and this is the solution these companies producing um their own electricity the concern is of course with the change with Andre de Reiter is what's the policy with ESCOM and where do we end up? Mm. And how does politics influence that? Because, you know, I don't think it's a coincidence how some of these things play out just ahead of the ANC elected Congress. So the, the absolutely critical thing for South Africa is that ESCOM's transmission lines are separated and are able to distribute the power that the private sector produces. We can't rely on ESCOM um, to deliver the electricity. The generation capacity there is failing and will continue to fail as it ages, even if it was run brilliantly and everything was going well. Yeah. We didn't have to call the army in. It would still fail because it's too old. The, so you have to, and now we have a little bit of uncertainty in that space, and I think that's much more concerning. The good news is you have companies like CAP sorting themselves out, the bad news is, um, can we do that at scale um, to get out of these rolling load shedding, which is disastrous. And just quickly, um, uh, Peter, Woolworths uh, getting rid of the old Boland chain, if you want to put it that way, uh, separating with David Jones after the company has been a drag on its balance sheet. How good is that for Woolies? Yeah, so, I mean, it's all up in the, in the share price today. Um, it's good. I think it's good news. It's, but you can actually see that Woolworths has been a massive art performer over the last year as they've sort of restructured and solved their problems and improved their capital allocation and they're thinking around that. And this is an interesting phenomenon is now Australia is, would be considered a triple A country, relatively low risk. But yet, if you pay the wrong price for the asset, you destroy enormous quantities of value. So, South African companies going overseas and malinvesting has been a has been a real challenge. Yeah. And part of the thing is if we had better growth in South Africa, then you could invest in your own doorstep where you have scale, where you have critical mass, and you have a much better probability of delivering better returns for your investors. Well, thank you very much, uh, Peter uh, Brook, the Old Mutual Investment Group Portfolio Manager, wrapping up the numbers for today's trade. Time for Eyewitness News now with uh, Dominique Macho.